good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone at home, streaming from your kitchen. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I love even more than I usually do. And though I know it's a long road back, I promise you I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. have snow oh, and mistletoe and presents under the tree Christmas Eve will find me Teresa Belden. I'm honored to serve on your board of trustees. Welcome to those in our sanctuary and everyone online. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. Central Time, and you can watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. 
The flowers today are given by Sheila White in memory of her son, Mark Shellholm, on the anniversary of his passing. Thank you. Our nominating committee is seeking qualified candidates to serve on our board of trustees next year. If you feel called to learn more about serving as a board member, please attend the board information session on Tuesday the 12th at 7 p.m. You'll learn more about the requirements to serve and there will be time for questions. Reverend Pat leads the um, 8 p.m. Advent prayer group on Wednesdays via Zoom. Log in at the, uh, to the end of your day with prayer and inspiration. On Thursday morning, special guests Gretchen Stein and David Wettergren will join Reverend Pat's Younger Next Christmas book group. And Fridays at 6.30, Reverend Tony hosts Metaphysics, 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 I don't know, Metaphysics, <laughs> Metaphysicsing Christmas. Take a deeper look at your favorite holiday songs and movies. Pizza dinner is provided. All ages are welcome. And be sure to register. Our monthly um, Being Present with Grief Circle returns Monday the 18th at 7 p.m. We'll celebrate the winter solstice on Thursday, December 21st at 7 p.m. in the Fillmore Room. Join us to honor a sacred time of rest and reflection as part of the longest day of the night of the year. Christmas Eve is on Sunday this year, and we're offering two services that, that day. All ages um, come together for our 10 a.m. service to light the Advent candles and delight in heart, heartwarming presentation by our youth and family ministry. Then that evening, everyone is welcome for a beautiful Christmas Eve service at 5 p.m. Enjoy incredible music and our candle lighting tradition at both services. We can't wait to celebrate with you. And now, Reverend Pat leads our opening prayer. Thank you. Join me in our opening prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit within, divine source of all peace, we pause today. And as we gather here in the spirit of unity and love during this sacred season of Advent, we open our hearts and we open our minds to that divine presence of life. And in this second week, we turn our attention to the candle of peace, symbolizing the tranquility that your divine light brings into our lives. And we recommit to being that peace in the world. So today we are grateful, grateful that we know this presence within is peace, peace, sweet peace. Thank you. Thank you, God. And together we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And yet again, thank you, God. And yet again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? Advent. We continue our journey into Christmas as we prepare our hearts to feel and know more 
of that same Christ's presence that Jesus taught and that Jesus lived. Our candle today is for peace. With more light, we establish peace inside ourselves. Each day is a step on our journey. And like the wise men and the wise women, we come closer to inner peace, lasting peace. Angels represent our higher thoughts. In Luke, we read that the angels said, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased. So I invite Andrea, Sebastian, San Diego, and, and Art to come forth and light the candle of peace. Let's appreciate this family. Thank you. So let us pray together. Father, Mother, God, we dedicate our Christmas plans, our hopes, our work, our gatherings, our challenges. We dedicate them to you. We know that your spirit of wisdom in our minds prepares the way of the birth of that full realization of the Christ presence within. In this birth, we are at peace because we are never separated from you. And we pray this in the name and the nature of the living Christ's presence. We say thank you, thank you, God. Amen. Those of you who are able to, we invite you to stand as we sing together. It came upon a midnight clear. Also, if you're at home watching us right now at your house, you better stand up. Sing out. It came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old. From angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men. King, the world in some stillness lay to hear the angels sing. That was pretty good. Round the age of gold when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors fling and the whole world send back the song which now the Thank you, and please be seated. 
Aaron Schwab, it's always great to have you with us. We appreciate you. Thank you. Good morning. How you doing? I appreciate you being here this morning. Thank you. It was a little light snow where I live. I don't know about you, but it was just... Some of us are happy. Some of us are not so happy. And wherever you are on your snow journey, you are welcome here. Wow. No, I really, I really appreciate you being here today. You know, unity is that um, we teach practical teachings that help us to live meaningful, healthy, and prosperous lives. Also, we are that open and welcoming, inclusive community. And one of our core values here is that of welcoming. So my dear friends, if you're a guest with us today, we extend a special welcome to you. And we invite you, if you would, to allow us to honor your presence here today. Just take your courage in your hand and raise your hand gently, lovingly, kindly as I raise my hand. Yes, we have guests today. Oh, yes, we do have courage back here in the back. Yeah. One of the advantages that a minister has in mingling with our congregation before the service I know when we do and when we don't have guests here. And so thank you for your courage here today. Thank you for your courage to raise your hand. Uh, that packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. It has a card in there if you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn that into our, our welcoming desk in our garden court. We have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. If you're streaming with us today and you're a guest with us, we extend a special invitation, a special greeting to you as well. We're grateful that you're with us. There's a link there to a contact card, and you can fill that out, and someone from our staff will reach out to you. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that I say on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate our guests this morning. Thank you. Now let's affirm together our vision statement. Our vision statement is in your order of service. Let's affirm that together. Together, centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. Again, together, centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. Now the reading of our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today, Sunday, December 10th, is peace. 
Peace is the song of my heart. As the Advent journey continues, I seek to embody peace. No matter what might be happening around me, I can rise above that which troubles and distracts me, all that takes my attention away from my spiritual life and my relationship with God. Peace is always mine as an aspect of my divine identity. When peace feels far away, I take it as a cue to center myself in spirit. I return to the practices that calm my mind and open my heart. As I relax and enter the silence, I touch the peace and perfection of God and claim that peace as my own. Returning to activity, I carry peace with me. I bring harmony to my interactions, calm to my reactions, and tranquility to every corner of my life. I won't just be peaceful. I will be peace itself. And from scripture, Jude chapter one, verse two, may mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. The word for today is peace. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep.
him in meditation. If you've not done so, I invite you just to gently close your eyes. And begin by finding a quiet and comfortable space within. Take a few deep breaths. Inhaling peace and exhaling any tension, any worry. Let go. Let God. And as you settle into the stillness of this moment, envision a soft, radiant light surrounding you. This light represents the peace that transcends understanding. A divine presence that brings serenity to your mind, body, and spirit. And now imagine yourself standing in a serene landscape perhaps a peaceful garden or quiet meadow. Picture the surroundings vividly, noting the colors, the sounds, the scents around you. And allow this, this scene within to be a reflection of the inner peace that you seek. And as you continue to breathe deeply, affirm to yourself, I am a vessel of peace. I am a vessel of peace. The peace of the divine flows through me, calming my thoughts and soothing my soul. I am a vessel of peace. The peace of the divine flows through me, calming my thoughts and soothing my soul. Now I visualize a gentle stream of light entering the crown of your head, filling every part of your being with a profound sense of peace. Become aware of this light expanding within you, dissolving any tension, dissolving any worry, any concern. And in this moment of stillness, connect with the idea that peace is not merely the absence of chaos, but the presence of a deep and abiding calm within. Embrace this peace as your birthright. 
a gift from the divine that is always available to you. And in this awareness, in this greater understanding, we rest for a moment in the stillness and in the quiet. And as you conclude your meditation, carry this sense of peace with you into the week. And with face with challenges, return to this inner sanctuary of calm and peace. So it's with hearts full of gratitude that we say silently, thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. I have traveled many moonless nights Cold and weary With a babe inside And I wonder what I've done Holy Father, you have come And chosen me to carry your son. I am waiting in a silent prayer. I am frightened by the load I bear. In a world as cold as stone, must I walk this path alone? Be with me now. Be with me. Together, be forever near. 
of heaven. Breath of heaven, lighten my darkness and pour over me your holiness, for you are holy. of heaven Do you wonder as you watch my face if a wiser one should have had my place but I Aaron, Hello. I am now experiencing a love-hate moment. I love what you just did, and I hate the fact that I have to follow you now.
Allow those words just to flow over you. Just in case you didn't get the memo, we are in the second week of Advent and celebrating and honoring peace as part of today. And in unity, what we are doing is obviously preparing for Christmas, and yet at the same time we are also preparing for the birth of our master teacher, Jesus, and we are also preparing for and celebrating the birthing of Christ consciousness with him as well as with all of us. As well as with all of us. I believe that each and every time that we choose love over fear, we are birthing Christ consciousness. Each time that we choose kindness and compassion over judgment and criticism, we are choosing Christ consciousness. Each and every time we choose peace over conflict, we are birthing Christ consciousness. We birth Christ consciousness each and every time we remember who we are and whose we are. The divine expression of God, of life, of universe, whatever you call it, we are that divine expression. When preparing for a lesson, I know you find this shocking, I like to do my homework and preparation, my research, and I always like to go, usually pretty quickly, to see what Charles Fillmore has to say about a topic. So I chose to look him up in terms of peace, and what he tells us is that peace is harmony and tranquility derived from awareness of the Christ consciousness. Steadfast affirmations and peace will harmonize the whole body structure and open the way to attainment of healthy conditions in body and mind. Listen to this. Until world peace is based on the divine law of love, and this law is incorporated into the pact of peace as well as into the memories of those who signed the pact, there will be no permanent Peace. Clearly, peace is the topic of the day. It's also a primary focus of all the major spiritual traditions. Buddhism is dedicated and described as a gospel of peace and nonviolence, and peace, that peace is a way of life and devoid of extremes like anger and passion and pain. The word peace occurs in the Quran 40 times and is actually one of the specific names used for God. The Hebrew word for peace, as you likely know, is shalom. And that's defined, uh, and it, it's not only as the absence of conflict, but it also encompasses the notions of wholeness, completeness, and well-being. The word peace is referenced in the Bible over 400 times, denoting its importance. Peace be still has become one of my favorite affirmations, especially when 
I'm stuck in traffic or something like that, God forbid, and my impatience really kicks in. Let me tell you the origins of that peace, be still. It comes from Mark chapter 4, verse 39, actually. And in this scene, Jesus had just finished up teaching uh, a crowd of folks. And he's probably, at the end of the day, kind of beat. And he just wants some rest. And, and from Mark, it says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with them. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Peace, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. When I want a deeper understanding of any passage, I explore some of the translation variables. It's important to remember that the primary language used by Jesus and his followers was Aramaic. Most of what we know in the English Bible came from Aramaic, translated to Greek, which was then translated from Greek to English. And sometimes, with all due respect, well-intended folks, sometimes things get lost in translation. The Bible states that Jesus rebuked the storm. And yet, to me, when I hear the word rebuke, it's like calling someone out or letting them know they did something wrong. And to me, that didn't make a lot of sense. And I had this vision of Jesus in the boat yelling at the storm saying, bad storm, bad storm. <laughs> and yet, and yet, if we go to the Aramaic, the word used in the Aramaic is kia, K-E-A. And it means to take charge or overrule. Herein is an important distinction. Jesus did not just tell the storm off. He took control over the storm. In the Aramaic Bible, peace be still was translated from Shela Zegar, which basically means cease and calm down. So the essence of this passage is about taking control and becoming still. Now, you and I both know that we can't always take control of circumstances or situation, right? But what we can take control of is our thoughts and our responses to those situations. From a metaphysical perspective for me, the words peace be still reminds me, reminds me to take a deep breath, calm down, and try to be in control of my thoughts and my reactions. I think about peace from two levels. Our individual personal experience with peace and then our collective experience around peace. From the, inter from the individual perspective, the possibility of peace, I believe, is an interplay between body, mind, and spirit. Peace begins as an inside job. 
Peace begins as an inside job. You know this. You know this. We do this through prayer, through meditation, through mindfulness, through not taking things personally. Practices like that. When I feel restless or anxious, there's a good likelihood that I have not spent enough time in the silence. I also, I also deeply believe in order for us to have true peace, we have to do our own personal healing work, that emotional healing work. We also have to be doing and willing to do our forgiveness work. For example, it is clearly not my fault that I experienced childhood trauma. And yet I know now it is my responsibility to heal from that and to continue the forgiveness work around that. Peace begins as an inside job. From a collective perspective, it would be unthinkable for me to stand up here today and talk about peace without talking about what is going on in our world right now, right this very moment. That lack of peace in our world. Yesterday, as I was preparing for our lesson, I asked ChatGPT, <laughs> what is the cause of war? And this is the response I got. The causes of war are complex and multifaceted, and they can vary significantly depending on historical, cultural, political, economic, and social factors. Scholars and researchers have identified various contributing factors to the outbreak of wars. It then went on to list 10 of the most common causes of war having to do with political, economic factors, cultural, religious, other ideological differences. Yet, yet, it is important to remember that war, war is huge and hugely profitable business. Many organizations and individuals are financially incented and enriched to keep the war machine running. The total, total global military expenditure increased by 3.7% in real terms in 2022 to reach a new high of $2,240 billion. Military expenditure in Europe saw its steepest year-on-year increase in the last 30 years. The three biggest spenders in 2022, the U.S., China, and Russia, accounting for 56% of that spend. The U.S. budgeted $782 billion in 2022. I wonder how many of my tax dollars are at work producing the horrors of war around the globe. I wonder about our priorities. I said I believe that our global collective consciousness is responsible for all the lack of peace in the world. I also believe that all war throughout all time is the result of greed and of ego. Unhealthy ego can take many forms, including individual, collective, religious, government, clan, or country. 
I don't know the solution to world peace, but I do know what we have been doing thus far is not working. It was Einstein who said we can't solve the problem at the same level that it was created. We need a new paradigm, a new approach, if we are ever going to get close to world peace. And yet I firmly believe that we have the collective wisdom to solve for this and so much more. The question is, when will we listen? When will we listen? Also from ChatGPT, achieving world peace is a complex and challenging goal, and it requires the collective efforts of individuals, communities, governments, and international organizations. While it may be challenging to eliminate all sources of conflict, there are numerous approaches that can contribute to the building of a more peaceful world. Through creating a more though creating a more peaceful world requires sustained effort and commitment from individuals, communities. It involves addressing the root causes of conflict, promoting understanding and cooperation, and fostering a shared commitment to peace and to justice. From our unity perspective, the root cause, I believe, of war is us forgetting our oneness with all humanity. World peace, if it's going to prevail, it's about us remembering our oneness with each other and our oneness with all that is. When enough of humanity wakes up to this, wakes up to that idea of oneness, we will get to a tipping point where the idea of war will be actually absolutely inconceivable. And while we pray for peace, we pray for peace, we also need to pray and move our feet. Praying and then taking concrete action as we are guided to co-create a peaceful world for all of us. Next, we have a special gift. Eden, please come on up. I am so glad to be here today and get to share with you Amazing Peace, a Christmas poem by Dr. Maya Angelou. Thunder rumbles in the mountain passes and lightning rattles the eaves of our houses. Floodwaters await us in our avenues. Snow falls upon snow, falls upon snow to avalanche over unprotected villages. The sky slips low and gray and threatening. And we question ourselves. What have we done to so affront nature? We worry, God. Are you there? Are you there, really? Does the covenant you made with us still hold? Into this climate of fear and apprehension, Christmas enters. Streaming lights of joy, ringing bells of hope, and singing carols of forgiveness high up in the bright air. The world is encouraged to come away from rancor, 
come the way of friendship. It is the glad season. Thunder ebbs to silence and lightning sleeps quietly in the corner. Floodwaters recede into memory. Snow becomes a yielding cushion to aid us as we make our way to higher ground. Hope, hope is born again in the faces of children. It rides on the shoulders of our aged as they walk into their sunsets. Hope spreads around the earth, brightening all things, even hate, which crouches breeding in dark corridors. And in our joy, we think we hear a whisper. At first, it is too soft, then only half heard. We listen carefully as it gathers strength. We hear a sweetness. The word is peace. It is loud now. It is louder, louder than the explosion of bombs. We tremble at the sound. We are thrilled by its presence. It is not what we have just hungered for, not just the absence of war, but true peace, a harmony of spirit, a comfort of courtesies, security for our beloveds and their beloveds. We clap hands and we welcome the peace of Christmas. We beckon this good season to wait, wait with us a while. We Baptists and Buddhists, Methodists and Muslims say, come peace, come and fill our world with your majesty. We the Jew and the Janus, the Catholic and the Confucian implore you to stay with us so we may learn by your shimmering light, how to look beyond complexion and see community. It is Christmas time, a halting of hate time. On this platform of peace, we can create a language to translate ourselves to ourselves and to each other. At this holy instant, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ into the great religions of the world. We jubilate the precious advent of trust. We shout with glorious tongues of the coming of hope. All the earth's tribes loosen their voices to celebrate the promise of peace. We, angels and mortals, believers and non-believers, look heavenward and speak the word aloud, peace. We look at our world. We look at our world and we speak the word aloud, peace. We look at each other, then into ourselves, and we say without shyness or apology or hesitation, peace, my brothers, peace. My sisters, peace, my soul. Merry Christmas.
peace, my soul. Peace, be still. Peace, peace, peace. In closing, I have a special assignment for you if you choose. I shared this last year, and I think it bears repeating. The assignment at a high level is to revamp your Christmas to-do list. Here's how. Number one, rather than getting caught up in the hype consumerism and materialism of buying presents, be present. Be present to your own feelings and honor them, taking time to be present to the silence. Be present to the areas in your life where healing or forgiveness may be called for and then take appropriate action, especially be present to your loved ones when you're with them. Be present to humanity all around you, the hopes, the dreams, the heartaches that are ever-present. Be present and seek out the peace of nature. Since you are likely to buy less presents, you'll have a whole lot less to wrap. And so I'm going to ask you to wrap, wrap your loved ones in kind words, appreciation and affection. Wrap others in kindness and compassion in the cloak of our common humanity. Wrap our world in thoughts and prayers in a vision of peace, peace for all things. Yes, pray for peace and then move your feet. What concrete actions can you take in the coming weeks that will create more peace in your life and more peace in our world? Spend more time and less money. The gift of time creating memories with those we love is priceless. Spend time with yourself in prayer and meditation. Spend time in service to others. Spend time away from technology and meaningful distractions. Time is a limited gift. Use it wisely. And finally, rather than simply viewing and enjoying the lights and the beauty of this season, be that light. Be that beauty. Be the peace and love, especially in the presence of those who are grieving or who are lonely. I recently learned that we are in the midst of a loneliness epidemic. Don't assume that everyone is merry and bright. Sincerely inquire about how others are doing. And if you sense some pain, ask how you might support them. If you are experiencing loneliness or isolation, reach out to others. We are all in this together. We are called to help each other remember our oneness. We are called to be that presence of love, compassion, and peace for each other. We affirm and we claim peace on earth, goodwill to all, and so it is.
said the night winds to the little land. You can sing it too. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. Do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite. Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear? It's a song, a song, high above the tree, with a voice big as the sea with a voice as big as the sea Aaron, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can always tell when Aaron Schwab's in the house, can't you? Always, always. And it's a joy to have you here. But not only that, Aaron, I want to thank those that back you up this morning. I want to thank Dave and Pete and Lori. Absolutely. 
Thank you. And also, Reverend Kevin, thank you for a great, solid lesson this morning. Thank you. And I want to do a special shout out to those that are on the camera and the boards this morning in the back that makes this happen for our live stream audience as well. You know, so, you know, and I want to thank you for being in the seats and online today. It couldn't happen without you. So we really appreciate you being here today as well. So we're going to invite you to make that gift this morning, practice that spiritual law of generosity, that law of giving and receiving. We invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis this morning, and I'm going to invite our ushers to come forward as we prepare to receive our tithes and our gifts and our offerings. If you're giving it with someone, we invite you to hold it in your hand and bless it together. So let's bless our offertory. Let's bless our. Let's have our offertory blessing this morning. I've done this before. I can do it again. I'll affirm it once, then I'll ask you to affirm it with me, and then silently. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And now silently. Thank you, God. Amen. So let us take a moment as understanding that power of blessing. 
giving thanks for these gifts that's been received today, all the gifts that's been received in the mail this week. We bless them. We send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. We say thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. I'd like to take just a moment to invite you to again look at the back of your program. These are the activities that are coming up. You can find them online as well. I'd like for you to pray for consider what is yours to support this week. It would be an honor to have you at any of these activities this week as well. So come and be a part of that. As many of you may know, uh, our year-to-date income is below budget. That's the facts. The truth is that we are indeed prosperous. The facts are that our income year-to-date through November is below budget. The good news is our expenses have been in line. Thank you. For, you understand that chart, don't you? you know? So our expenses are in line. So what I want to invite you to do is to make a special year-end gift to Unity Minneapolis over and above your normal giving. We have a board member at our table out there that will be happy to share anything about our finances that you are interested in knowing. We are a transparent community. But I want to, if, we, if you don't know these things, you cannot respond to these things. And therefore, I wanted you to know this morning that this is where we are. I also would like to invite, wow, I invite our Unity Prayer Chaplains to please stand. You look around the room, these individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space to you, with you and listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you. You may be seated. I was also, um, had a special, we had a special call from PRISM, who we partnership with throughout the year. And PRISM is experiencing a fairly a shortage this year, more than it has in a long time as far as our food donations. Many of you also know that we keep a chef in our friendship hall, and I've noticed it's been a little bare lately as well. So, and that's not because we don't have an extra can of food in our pantry, whatever that may be. I would invite you next week, next week, let's all bring something to put in that shelf. Are you for that? Let's do that. Let's practice that generosity and put that out for PRISM so that families can enjoy that as well. Also, Lori, I couldn't help but notice on the bottom of our announcements this morning that Monday, December the 11th at 7 p.m., the Parkway Theater, you and Judy are going to be there with Dennis Curley and others. Where I am, I'm lost. There I am. I'm lost. No, I'm found. So Aaron and I tomorrow evening at Parkway Theater. Dennis Curley is the pianist at Unity in the Heart. And Unity in the Heart is doing some of the sponsorships and underwriting for the show tomorrow night. And they have a band and stuff. And they do this like 10 different places. And tomorrow night's closing. We're at the Parkway Theater at 7 o'clock. There's still some tickets. And Aaron and I will be there for the whole bunch of folks. Bravo, so, bravo, bravo. So yeah, it's bravo. a Unity in the Heart kind of deal. Wow. It's called Spiked. Who said, Laura, you gave me this, all, the, all who wander are not lost. That's me sometimes. I'm wandering, but I'm not lost necessarily. So <laughs> guess what? 
in unity, we are not lost, are we? In unity, there's no need to be saved, you see, other than from ourselves, but that's another story. Let's rise and let's bring our children in, okay? We are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, 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 in the light of God. You are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. You are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, 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 in the light of God. Oh, they're still coming. Yeah. They're still welcoming them in. <laughs> mm, yes. Oh, thanks, everyone. In the light. <laughs> yeah, do you want to see her? Do you see her? God. There we go. They're all in. Woo. Thank you for the warm welcome. Thank you for sharing your children and grandchildren with us. We really appreciate being able to care for them and love them. We did world religions today in Unities, and we looked at all the festivals of love and light that are happening this time of year between Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and Las Posadas and Advent. And then our younger, our young emerging spirits are building on their Earth Care Advent series. So we started with the plant, or the mineral kingdom, and this week we worked on the plant kingdom. So be sure to ask them about that, tying those into the story of the birth of Jesus. And we got kids looking for their parents, and so I'm going to just pause there and invite you to our uh, rehearsal after the service if you're part of our Christmas Eve service. Thank you. Let's appreciate our adult volunteers. Our prayer for protection and our peace song. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. Now there is peace on earth, and it has begun with me. Now there is peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be. With God as our creator, family all are we. Let us walk with each other in perfect harmony. begins with me let this be the moment now with every step I take let this be my joyous vow to take each moment and live each moment in peace eternally now there is peace on earth and it has begun me. 
jing, jing, jingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling, yoo-hoo! Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. We're gliding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand. Just holding your hand. We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy cozy, are we? We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you, Lori. Okay. Once again, I'm going to attempt to impersonate Dan Chenard, impersonating Kermit the Frog. Hey oh! Goes something like this. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. Hey, we sing the songs we love to sing without, hey, Aaron, no stopping. Fireplace where we watch the chestnuts pop. Feeling nothing in the world can hide When they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie It'll really be like that picture book from Courier and Ives Well, hey, these wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives Hey-ho, hey yeah! And now I would like to play the instrument that I only play in December It's true, it's my magical slide whistle solo time Is everybody ready? too much slide whistle. I can't bring it back. It's a one-shot deal. 